Hello and welcome to another Dead Pixel, a podcast about games, anime, entertainment, life, a little bit of everything in between. I'm your host today, Joe, and with me, the man who started to narrate his own life only in metaphors, Nick. How you doing, Nick? I am doing as well as the breeze. All right, sure thing. <laughs> Anyways, how how have you been the last couple of weeks? I should have done that differently. Nick is doing as well as the breeze. <laughs> um, as he stared glassy eyed into the camera. Yes. Uh, you ever you ever see Stranger Than Fiction? Uh yes. That's uh that's pretty good. I thought that was a pretty good idea and a good movie overall. Uh, <laughs> the first Will Ferrell movie I actually liked, actually, uh, surprisingly enough. Um, I liked it because he wasn't being the screaming idiot that he is. Though the cover is him being a screaming idiot, yeah. Uh, but no, that's actually that was actually a decent movie. And then I kind of warmed up to him a little bit more. There's only a handful of movies I actually do like him in, uh, but for the most part, I actually don't like him as an actor. Yeah, that one. Um, yeah, he was very much very low key, kind of just sort of standing there reading lines. But somehow it works, I guess, because he is like, like turned up to 11 in everything else that he does whenever he's just being uh stoic and boring he's actually about like a a reasonable volume but yeah i I always like that movie and so whenever you said narrating it it reminded me of that because uh because of um it has a good cast in it too um because of uh, what's her name emma thompson uh doing the narrating for his his life anyway (laughs) um yeah i'm doing good how are you joe uh Doing all right. Could be better. Uh, family, like, uh, spouse was sick uh, for the most part of last week. And so I had to do a lot of, uh, you know, I was parent on deck. And so, yeah, I'm pretty exhausted. Uh, relatively new tires uh, on one of my vehicles got a puncture. So uh-huh. that was awesome. Uh, luckily, it was, it was a quick fix. But still, it's just like, I'd rather not have to patch a new set of tires. And I wish it was rather my other car, which had like, they're almost end of life. So <laughs> that would have been okay. But luckily it wasn't a sidewall. So I'm fine. Uh, yeah. And then uh, getting ready for the, uh, the holiday coming up here. Uh, so yay. Uh, getting to do a lot of driving and visiting family. Uh, have a lot of family I haven't seen since prior to COVID. And so they haven't seen my family at all, like my children. Oh. So that's a lot of introductions. Uh, so yeah, that's going to expect me to come back next week being sick from those dirty people. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. This is like extended family and stuff. Yeah. Out of state. And, okay. uh, you know, that's mainly re- the reason why we haven't seen them since prior to COVID. It's just too long of a drive. And then when our kids were too young, we're like, nope, that is, you can come to me, but you know, obviously you haven't. So that proves how much of a relationship we have. Um, <laughs> but I'll do like, I'll do the bit where. You know, I'll make the rounds, you know, essentially there there enough of them are close enough together where we'll just um, hang out for a day. We'll have we're setting up base camp at the in-laws and then we're just going to be doing traveling all around. So, yeah. OK, that's good. Yeah, I'll be traveling up to see my brother for Thanksgiving um, in Dallas. So it should be fun. Um, but, yeah, it's it's getting crazy. The holidays are upon us. Uh, Amazon just started some pre black friday sales some decent stuff on there actually they have 
Bose headphones on there, uh, normally like 325 or, or 330, and they're down to like 200. Um, they have a couple different versions. I'm assuming too. they're wireless noise canceling, right? Yeah, yeah. These are their normal. I mean, yeah, they're wireless and noise canceling. Um, All right. If that's what you're looking for, then yeah, that's that's a good that's a good setup. If you're going to be just looking for a new pair of studio headphones, uh, there's a lot of other really good ones for the broad in the same price bracket. Uh, at two hundred noise canceling for like planes and stuff. Uh, yeah, it's you know you're talking about uh, two to three hundred price range. Uh, there's yeah. Anyways, that's a that's a whole different topic for a different thing. That's going to take forever. Uh, I guess I, I can. I I'll, just... I'll send you some stuff afterwards. Okay. I just. Uh, I mean. There's probably other brands that are going to be on. Though, I mean, Bose are Bose are solid for wireless, and Bose and Sony do a good noise canceling bit. So yeah, uh, I have some Skull yeah. Candies at work, and I just they're okay. They're um they were forty bucks on sale. They're not like really great or anything, but I'd like to get an upgrade for that kind of uh that kind of listening experience. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm sorry. Are they over the ear or uh, these bows? Because that's what I was thinking. I was thinking they're, they're like the comfort line. Yeah, these bows are the over the ear ones. Okay, then yeah, like I said, it's it, you know, everything for its own uh, use case. Um, I had a pair of uh, aviation bows, which the noise canceling canceling on that was rock solid. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I do recommend their tech for that. Uh, but yeah, all right. Uh, well, hopefully you won't be caught up too much with uh, the you know Dallas traffic and such. Uh, I'm going out to the country, so it won't be a big deal. Yeah. All right. Well, things are ha happening. Um, and one of the big ones coming up now is they finally announced the nominees for uh, Game of the Year and all their categories underneath for um, the Video Game Awards. So, yeah. Uh, why don't you just kick us off, man? Okay. So uh, we're going to talk about a couple different ones. Let's talk about uh, we'll leave Game of the Year for last, because we're going to be talking about the nominations and our predictions. I think we did this last year, too. Our predictions. Yep, and we never followed through with it. So, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? We never came back and saw what, who was right and who was oh, wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, this is, a, this is a bi weekly podcast, not a weekly podcast. So, leave that to the weekly guys, I guess. Um, anyway. So uh, last year we talked about a bunch of different sections. Um, we don't need to do all that this time. I, I just I just narrowed it down to direction, narrative, art direction, score and music, and then game of the year. So yeah, so we'll talk about some of that. And uh, yeah, kicking us off, um, I'm going to be using the article from Game Informer because that was the one that was the uh, most accessible. Um, but uh, here we go. So, um, best game direction. The nominees are Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel's Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, Bros. Wonder, I guess, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. All right. So, game direction. So, are there any of those that stand out to you or do you think there are any that have been snubbed for that i guess uh well as far as being snubbed goes it's uh kind of hard to recall i think that you know i think all these have a spot on here uh there are probably a handful that should be on here that can't that just aren't coming to mind right now on the spot but no these ones are solid i mean uh 
you can't argue with um, Baldur's Gate. I mean, that's with all the capabilities of that game, the different paths and everything like that, that's been making huge headways. And, you know, people are sinking in like 100 plus hours easily. Um, you know, it's, you have so many branching paths and you can miss so many things. Uh, and they it all plays really seamless. Uh, Marvel's Spider-Man 2, I mean... It is what it is. Uh, solid, great game. So you can't really. I mean, it's probably some of the best uh, superhero stuff done since, like, you know, the early Rockstar Batman stuff. So yeah, uh, I think it's done better in a lot of ways. But it, that's you know, could be argued. Uh, Mario, Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Uh, that's actually, I think, in this category, it belongs because of all the unique stuff they're pulling off. They're not just rehashing. Uh, like they did with the new Super Mario Brothers, like they did, they did make some new things happen in that game, but it wasn't all that original, I guess, or it didn't feel as good as uh, this. So everything about this uh, is unique in a lot of ways, and they really kind of tried new things, which is you know to be impressed. Now, I didn't play Tears of the Kingdom, and that's probably one that I don't think would, uh, if any of them didn't belong in here, wouldn't uh, because it's kind of more, I like said, I can't really tell because I hadn't played the game, but from everything, it just feels like a rehash of the old one. So like, we're just going to keep the same formula. Now I know there is, I've heard some podcasts talk about uh, some of the extra stuff that opens up in that game and uh, some of the layering as it were, uh, you know, so that it, it could be argued that it belongs, but it honestly, it just feels like it's there because everyone loves Zelda. So, uh, and then there's Alan Wake too, which is, my personal choice for a lot of these things but at the same time uh i think boulder's gate will probably take you know will ink out a lot of these categories and uh just because of the size of the team the effort that went in and the complexity of a lot of things so but i would be in this category in particular i'd be rooting for alan wake too yeah i'm kind of with you on a lot of that um kind of like you said about boulder's gate 3 I think Baldur's Gate 3 is really going to take home a lot of hardware um, this this year. Um, whenever it came out, it was pretty much, you know, everywhere, um, kind of as a surprise. Um, as, you know, it was just, everybody was talking about it. It, it, uh, it was something that I don't think people really expected to be that good or as good i didn't play it um but uh you know that compared to zelda zelda you know tears of the kingdom is it's a double-edged sword because um i'm pretty sure that breath of the wild won in 2017 right am i crazy the, um as far as directing goes as far uh, as like game of the year in general just like a bunch of i'm sure it won a bunch of awards or whatever Game of the year was Elden Ring last year. No, 2017 with... Uh, oh, 2017. I'm sorry. With Breath uh, of the Wild. Um, yeah. yeah, I honestly don't remember anymore. Uh, it's probably It probably did win, to be honest. And that's going to be, I think, the hardest thing for a lot of these categories is because uh, even though they did introduce new elements, you yeah. know, you can, you can cynically say it's like, you know, a Breath of the Wild um, 1.5 or something, you know, Granted, they've done a lot more, it's just, um, and it's more than just an expansion. 
I will, you know, give that, you know, it's due, but at the same time, it isn't as groundbreaking as the original. Uh, but it does cause a lot of people a lot of joy. So uh, yeah. people love this game. And, that's kind of so yeah. That's kind of the reason that you know you you love it or whatever. Uh, or the, the, a lot of people are, are loving it because it's the it's the same game, but it is way more advanced. Um, which is kind of like it's kind of like well, the first game won, and this game is the same thing, but but better. Like a lot more added on to it. So shouldn't it win again? But it's like well, then how, you're not really counting in novelty. So depends on where the judges are. I, I do think that it's going to get edged out by Baldur's Gate because of the novelty factor and the surprise factor. Um, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, you know, for, for direction specifically, I just, I, I don't think that there's, I, I, I don't really know too much. I've seen it be played a little bit. Um, it, I don't really know what you're really doing as far as direction goes. That is, extremely difficult or complicated compared with the with these other games um you know alan wake 2 is doing its own cool stuff uh that alan wake 2 of all these games probably has the most vision like we want to make something like different that hasn't really been made before at least not this well um so i could see i could see that kind of being a dark horse here no pun intended, uh, but but yeah, I, I'm kind of with you there. I think Spider-Man Two is is going to get edged out because of um, it being uh, another Spider-Man. And I'm I want to play it. I know it's great and everything, but um, I think the the novelty factor is going to win win the day here. But yeah, anyway. So best narr. Go ahead. Sorry, was no, wrong? no, yeah, that's I no, I agree with you on that one. That's um. So yeah, I I figure we should um you know but you so which one are you actually thinking is going to win and which one are you hoping for? Are they I one of the same? I think Baldur's Gate three will win. I'm I'm torn between Zelda and Alan Wake, but I think I want Alan Wake to to win more. That would be my my preference. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So all right, we we are in agreement on this one. Yeah. Right, so. Next category. Next up, best narrative. Um, the nominees are Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, Final Fantasy 16, Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Okay, so what do you think here? Um, so this, the one that I don't think necessarily i can see why it's here is final fantasy 16 but at the same time i don't just like it was why it was omitted from um the previous category i think it should be omitted from this as well just because the narrative when you're taking an rpg like that into consideration uh it makes it a little more difficult because in this it's a more of a scripted thing but you got so much side fluff in um in final fantasy in particular that it has all the side like other than a few major side quests a lot of the side quests is just busy work and that's why uh i considered the last category being uh, direction i thought it because it had so many pointless side quests other than just for like leveling and they're just nothing but fetch quests i'm like you kind of lost that vision mm. and it was just doing filler uh so that's why i'm like yeah i, I you know, when you mentioned should any there any be anything uh on the list uh, for uh, direction and I thought Final Fantasy, but then I'm like, no, nah, because of all that extra kind of stuff, and that's why I kind of 
we'll dock it from on this as well. Uh, because you have your main story, which is, you know, for I didn't finish the game, uh, but what I did play of it, I, I actually liked it compared to most Final Fantasies in a long time. Uh, but also I heard that it uh, towards the end, it, it draws on too long and people are just like, just just get it done with, you know, so I don't have I to hit 60 really hours that. on every single game. Yeah. I think Spider-Man will have a better, uh, you know, a more solid foundation on here because you can make that really nice tight scripted narrative experience. Um, I remember their events happening in the first uh, Marvel Spider-Man that was uh, really solid. And, you know, but I can't really see you. It's one of those things that's like, yes, it's going to be, it's really good, but I can't really see it winning. Um, I haven't played Cyberpunk 2077, uh, but being just a standalone uh, or an expansion, essentially, uh, I there has to be something, there has to be a lot of something there. And the best thing to come from that is essentially just more, more of the tech features and, yeah. and uh, the game's not broken anymore. It's essentially how it is. Like, well, when it came out at 2.0, they're like, hey, guys, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 now works as intended. Uh, so yeah, that's really the best thing to come out of it. And then you, once again, you're down to Alan Wake and Boulder's Gate. Uh, I feel like that's going to be like this for a lot of categories. <laughs> yeah. So thankfully the next category is going to be a little bit different. Uh, but, but yeah, I'm with you on a lot of that. I kind of, I mean, if you're going to put final fantasy 16 anywhere, I didn't play it, but if you're going to put it anywhere, it would have to be in, in narrative. Cause that's like the point of those games, uh, sort of. You mean not best RPG? Well, I mean, like, it's like the main categories. Like, oh, it's going to go, it's going to slide into, like, the, the, those minor categories, stuff like that. But, like, of, uh, like, the big the big ones that you really want to win, which I consider these first five or so here uh, to be the main ones. But, yeah, like, it, like, uh, like, you're telling me the story just wasn't really, it was good, just not, like, that, that great. I think you got to put it in here no matter what. Spider-Man 2, um... I'm sure it could be, I'm sure it could be really good. You have a lot of, you have, uh, you know, Peter Parker and Miles Morales to play with and then their side characters and all of the stuff kind of going on there. There's, there's a ton that would be really cool. I could see, um, I'm happening and making a good, a good story. Uh, but you know, how much are they going to dip into that story versus spending a lot of time on making the mechanics really great and, and all the other stuff really great it's probably going to have to take a little bit of a backseat to some of that stuff. Phantom Liberty, you're right. There's probably not going to be enough there. Um, so what is there would have to be, you know, on the level of, um, was it uh, Blood and Wine? Is that the the famous? Um, the Witcher DLC. Witcher uh, DLC. And then there's uh, the only other one I can think of that is exception, like, or is touted as being really good is... Um, Bioshock 2, Minerva's Den. Yeah, that's uh, what I was thinking. But that's too. only uh, out of the fact that the actual Bioshock 2 wasn't as well received. So the DLC was actually more enjoyable than the actual base game. Yeah. Uh, standalone from everything else, I, it, it's kind of harder to make that argument, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so it's very, uh, it's just one of the things that, uh, that and since I hadn't played it, but also I hadn't heard a lot of people raving about it, I, have, I see a hard time, you know, this is a little metagaming here, but it's, you know, that's what you do. I mean, you're speculating and yeah. I I can't see them with, you know, taking this home. Yeah. If it was so like, it, if it was like, it comes Earth... down to, uh, yeah. 
Yeah. If it was like earth shattering and people were like saying, no, you got to go play cyberpunk just to, just so you can get to Phantom Liberty. You know, you have to do that. Uh, kind of like they were with the Witcher um, back in the day. Uh, like I could, I could see it. Like if it was just totally a uh, game changer, dang it, stupid pun. But, um, but uh, Alan Wake two and Baldur's Gate three, I think that these are going to be the, the top contenders here again, Baldur's Gate three. I don't know. If the story is is fantastic, um, rather than just long, then, it, or you know, full, I guess, then I could see it winning. Alan Wake Two, um, Alan Wake Two story for for what I played is really good. It is um, it is really well put together, well acted. It hasn't dragged really at all. Um, so, you know, it, de- it depends if they're going to go for volume, then Baldur's Gate 3 might win just on that alone. Um, but but if they're going to go on like the conciseness and and just overall fun of the time that you had, then maybe Alan Wake 2 will win. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure they're going to they're going to rob Baldur's Gate 3 if they're going to give it everything they're going to, they're going to, or they're going to try to give it as much as they can. They're probably going to give Alan Wake or some of these other ones, some of the lower level, um, kind of throw me a bone type of, uh, of awards. But yeah, I think well, I'm figuring point again. this is the one I think Alan Wake is going to uh, walk away with. And that's what I want. And that's what I predict. Uh, okay. mostly because it is a tighter scripted story uh, it's less chances of missing something because that's unfortunately what happens with Baldur's Gate is, oh. you know, depending on who you play, your experience wildly differs. If you play a bard, you will get comical dialogue choices that no one else will get. Um, there's certain, you know, there's certain classes, certain races type of thing that you pick uh, that will affect gameplay. And uh, as it should be, essentially, but the same thing is your experience may not be the same as mine and your play style will be different from mine. So while you think this is great, I may have due to the way I play, I may actually have a really bad time with it uh, with, or with a uh, specific scene. So I think Alan Wake is the, uh, not only the smart choice, but the safe choice. Okay. So yeah, yeah since I, I haven't that's played, how I, that's how I'm figuring. Since I haven't played Baldur's Gate 3, I'll go ahead and go with you on that. Alan Wake 2 being the one I want, and the one I think that will actually win. Um, so, yeah, good. Uh, next up, uh, Best Art Direction. Uh, the nominees are Alan Wake 2, Hi-Fi Rush, Lies of P, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. All right, so what are you thinking here? All right. Um, I can care less about Zelda. Uh, it looks the same. Uh, yeah. Everything I've seen. Once again, I haven't played it, but it feel like, yes, it's a good art direction, but it it's not different enough. Uh, unlike Mario, which is you know odd to say that you know, but it does look different at least in a lot of ways, and it does a lot of unique things. But once again, I also think it's just there for the fact that it's a Mario game. Uh, it's kind of a uh, I don't know. There might be a few other things out that I would think might belong in this category, other than maybe Mario or uh, you know Zelda. Mm. Liza P has a very unique art style. Um, you know, it's very much that gothic horror, and it does a good job of making it look good. Um, now, Alan Wake. Uh, 
you know, it has a vision what it's going for, and it does a very good job of that. But at the same time, you have to have um, a proper console or um, a graphics card to really get, a, you know, the base um, look out of it. And it's kind of, it's, once again, art's very subjective. So I think this one actually would go to, in my personal opinion, um, Hi-Fi Rush or Liza P. Uh, but I'm personally going for Hi-Fi Rush because I think that looks um, amazing. And what they went for an aesthetic. They nailed it. Um, I personally really like it, but I could also see it maybe going more towards Liza P and then, you know, opposed to an Alan Wake too. Okay. Um, yeah. The thing about Zelda is the same as before, you know, it, it being, uh, an ex- basically like a, a redone game is, is going to hurt it here. I do think that the stuff that they added in once again is really, really cool and really, really great, but is it enough to carry? I don't, I don't think so. Lies of P, um, I, you know, yeah, that game is really, really pretty and really cool looking. Um, I don't know enough about it. Uh, was it really well received? I can't remember if uh, people thought it was really good or not. Um, from from the few outlets that I paid attention to, uh, they liked it. Uh, and but due to the timing of the game, uh, it was few people played it, and then uh, but a lot of people. Um, one of the people that I listened to a lot, they were like, yeah, I beat it. And a new game came out, so I'm playing that, but I'm going to, and the moment I'm done, I'm immediately going to go back to Liza P again. Um, okay. But as a whole, it's decently well-received. Uh, and let's, But at the same time, I think the art direction is kind of the key. Like, it's the here for that. Point, yeah. And it goes for that, you know, like I said, that gothic horror like, kind of aesthetic. And they, they nail that part. Um, I'm not a very good Souls player, so therefore I just stay away from those games, and I, that's why I haven't given it a shot. Um, yeah. I mean, I I saw I kind of saw what I wanted to of it, and like that's really neat. Um, I'm kind of curious what how I maybe you know how they do the whole Pinocchio twist and stuff like that. They do you know, but at the same time, I kind of hate the story of Pinocchio. <laughs> um, so that's why it was just like of all the things to pick, you picked like something that I actively dislike. Uh, so. It makes it even more less likely for me to ever pick it up. Uh, I mean, the only reason I might is if I was ever super bored and it's on Game Pass. Uh, but yeah, that's honestly, uh, I can't really give it much else or I can't really talk much else about it because I haven't played it, but I have seen enough of it uh, where I'm like, yeah, it, it looks good for what it is. But that's why I said Hi-Fi Rush. Um, I think that's the one that I'm most definitely backing. Um, I like that game a lot. Okay. Um, I, I think Super Mario Brothers Wonder, uh, it's very pretty, but I don't think it, it just is, is too, I think it's probably just a little too, too 2D. Um, it, it is not really, it, it, it sparkles, but it doesn't shine, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Hi-Fi Rush, I was, I am not as big on that as you are. Um, I thought it looked cool, but, um, for me, the the cell shading didn't didn't land uh, the way that I wanted it to. It does look good. I think it belongs on this list, but um, it, to me, I, I I just didn't like it as much. Lies of P. We'll see. Um, it's it, uh, if they just have the you know the aesthetic of that of that Victorian you know age you know, uh, dark, foggy, rainy London, 
Um, I don't think that's going to be enough to, to do it, at least not for me. Um, I think that this is a place where Alan Wake 2 can really shine because when I started playing Alan Wake 2, I, it was like, it was in that first minute, some of the stuff that they do that I was like, okay, I'm not just playing like a video game. I am playing a movie. Uh, it, it felt a lot more like that. It was slow and methodical. It surprised me and it made me really want to know more of what was going on, but in a really beautiful way. So that is why I think that Alan Wake 2 can, can, uh, I, I think Alan Wake 2 can and should win this category. Um, so yeah, that's my personal pick and my, uh, and my prediction is Alan Wake 2. All right. And next you got the uh, score and music. Right, right. So the nominees for that are uh, Alan Wake 2, composer Petri Alanko, Baldur's Gate 3, composer Borislav Slavov. I think that might be a Borislav Sla- Slavov, but I could be wrong. Um, Final Fantasy 16, composer Masayoshi Soken, Hi-Fi Rush, audio director... Shuichi Kobori and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom composed by Nintendo Sound Team. Uh yeah. So uh what do you think here, Joe? Uh let's see. Um uh, I remember the uh with Breath of the Wild that soundtrack being forgettable. Uh cuz you know like there was very few music uh, there wasn't actually a lot of music in that game. There was a lot of quiet if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. And so that's why you did notice music when it happened. And I remember it not moving the needle for me. Um, so I, since I didn't play the second, I just assume it's going to be more of that same game design. Uh, as far as Hi-Fi Rush goes, yes, part of the category does state that it's, um, you know, original song and or licensed soundtrack. I think using licensed music and then throwing them into uh, best uh, score slash music is cheating. So I actually cannot get behind Hi-Fi Rush, despite it being the the crux. I mean, they do have original stuff in there as well. But I just, like, it's more of a gameplay thing than it is, like, I just can't give it to them for something that... um, Now, uh, I think these categories are where RPGs shine. Mm. Um, You really got a lot going on. I I don't know much about Baldur's Gate soundtrack. Uh, Final Fantasy soundtrack was, uh, it's a Final Fantasy soundtrack, so it's it's really solid. There's a lot of uh, good renditions of certain tunes, certain melodies, which for me it was a nostalgia factor. So I'm a little biased on that. I'm like, oh yeah, that they, the way they did that was pretty good, and uh, I like the way they did a twist on a classic, you know, like melody or something. I'm like, all right, that's. But at the same time, it wasn't wholly original, uh, so it's more of like a remixing. So it's like, yeah, um, but I think Final Fantasy has a, you know, or and Baldur's Gate have a really, probably have a really good solid chance here. Alan Wake, this is a weird one because um, you either, a lot of people, it's like you either love it or hate it. Uh, There's certain songs that are just awesome and other ones that I can take it or leave. Um, it's usually how they incorporate, they usually have one or two scenes in in their games. Uh, well, I should say, uh since uh alan wake uh first one and then there was controlled 
and then there's Alan Wake 2 where certain moments are around music. Um, and I can't, you know, say much else without spoiling, but like those key moments are amazing. Yeah. Um, they like, um, the, um, so that's, you know, they have really good high points, but overall, I mean, the fact that Alan Wake only has most of their music is in like musical interludes or on a really crappy tinny radio if you wait long, you know, like it's, I don't know. I just can't really get behind it as having the best uh, score soundtrack. Um, they have a really good sound design, <laughs> but at, you know, as far as actual, like, you know, here, we're going to pause this now. Our chapter is ending. We're going to make you listen to this and we're not even going to give you the courtesy of auto going to the next chapter. We're just going to have this keep on playing until you hit the space bar. I'm like, that's kind of cheap um, mm. because, you know, it's just like, uh, it's a little ham-fisted there. Uh, so that's, I actually don't like it for that. Um, I think I'm going to probably lean towards uh, Final Fantasy myself. Um, with, but with all the fame and acclaim Baldur's Gate's getting, I'm going to think Baldur's Gate's probably going to win this, and I'm personally going for Final Fantasy uh, 16 on this one. Okay. Yeah, I have not heard too many of, uh, well, I haven't heard Baldur's Gate 3 soundtrack or Final Fantasy 16 soundtrack. Those, I imagine, are very good. Final Fantasy is always... It's always a big, huge part of the game is the soundtrack. Hi-Fi Rush, I agree with you. It is kind of cheating uh, to have it on here. Um, Zelda, I have enjoyed. I'm trying to think of the music. Uh, I remember it being good, but I don't remember anything from it exactly. Um, I am uh, I am uh, rooting for Alan Wake 2 here um, to win. But I'm not. I'm not really sure uh, if it if it will because I don't really. I I don't think that Final Fantasy 16's music. Okay, my pure like shot in the dark guess about Final Fantasy 16's music is that it's not that good. But I think that Final Fantasy 16 probably suffers from uh, being compared to the Final Fantasies of old, which. I mean, it's going to be a while before anybody beats or comes close to the the Final Fantasy 7, 8, or 9, or 10, or 6 even uh, music because those were just just amazing. Um, so I kind of I think it might suffer from that a little bit. But I'll just jump over to Alan Wake. Like, I have really loved most of the songs I've heard so far, and the rest of them I have liked at the very least, um, the, of the actual like songs, the, the score has been really good. Um, overall it's, uh, they do a really good job of raising the tension, uh, at certain points in the game. So, uh, that's been really cool, but there's something about, uh, Alan Wake too. There's a, I don't really know. I don't, I've been really careful not to look up spoilers, but from what I can tell, there was an artist by the name of Poe uh, that put an album out in 95 and 2000. Um, and then she just disappeared for forever. And she had this song called, uh, well, a little later she put out a song. It wasn't even a full song. It was only a minute. Uh, it's called September 30th, 1955. And it's the, like they say that it loops forever this road that I lose you on every time. And it's just like that, like over and over again 
for like a minute. So with Alan Wake 2, they went and got her and finished the song. So the song that you hear in Alan Wake 2 that has that loop in it and then continues on, like that is uh, basically a finished track that everybody was like dying to have it finished for the longest time. So if all that is... If I have all that accurate, and I think I have the basic plot there accurate, then that alone to me is enough for it to win uh, best score in music. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make that my my preference and my prediction as well. Yeah, I it's kind of like I said that's a, that's a, that's some weak sauce uh, like into the weeds thing like all right you have to know the backstory lore in order to, for it to actually oh no i think that down. song kicks fucking ass i think that song is really 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 fucking good i fucking love that song it is awesome i'd never heard it before i never it's a good song it's um, good it, no yeah. it's a good song and it, it but at the same time it's just like you know i i think they've had um uh, like they, I think they didn't they rehash take control because they they pretty much put all the old gods of Asgard uh, back into this again. Uh, so therefore, yeah. you're pulling from Alan Wake and Control already. Uh, and take control was great, but that's also because that gameplay sequence in Control was you know the ashtray um, sequence was amazing. And uh, so you know that the song by itself is is solid. The song plus gameplay and that whole visual spectacle. I mean. Uh, not really much, not going into spoiler territory, but there is, um, a point in, you know, shortly after you can regain, um, control of Alan, uh, oh, yeah. and they have this whole musical sequence, which is great. It's a, it's a, like a certain number, but like not going too much into it, but the way they did that was phenomenal. Uh, at the same time though, um, because doesn't it's make, a, you know, a it doesn't make the game. It's just, it's a great bit. Okay. Um. I mean, because if you're going to go off like minor things, I mean, the original Alan Wake had um, War, uh, the song War by Poets of the Fallen, and Alan Wake is in the music video. It is like straight up Alan Wake uh, video with like this, and it's very much that style of music for these kind of games in a lot of ways. I'm like, which are good, but it's not, once again, it's like, I look at this as an overall like, the grand scheme of you know like the larger picture and you know as far as alan wake goes i think this is not the category it would do best in i think the next category uh, on that list is the audio design and that's that's a different uh subject for alan wake okay. but as far as actual music and score i i think this one i just can't you know i like it but it's not it doesn't belong as far or it belongs i should say it's just i don't think it takes it okay well yeah, that's uh, the kind of the the reusing stuff from Control and from Alan Wake One does dock at points. I'll, I'll give you that, um, but I I still I still think that they're doing some pretty unique stuff. They're also they're also what's great about it is that they're putting the music center stage at certain points in Alan Wake, and I really like that. Um, Baldur's Gate Three at certain points, but but at a lot of times the the those soundtracks are once again bookends. They're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, here here we're gonna force you to listen to this, which like, which is where that. like the score would have to carry f from that point, which I think is good, but it may not be good enough. I just get so tired of hearing like 
the same freaking Lord of the Rings music that like is that I know is in Baldur's Gate three. I'm sure it's beautiful. I'm sure I'll probably eat crow at some point when I'm like, Oh, I freaking love the soundtrack of Baldur's Gate three, but like the swelling, you know, the, the swelling harps and, and cellos and, and stuff um, in these kind of grand epic RPGs. It it's, it's cool, but it's not different. And I feel like Alan Wake two is like, but dang, this is freaking different than a lot of other games that I played. Maybe, maybe I haven't played enough. Maybe there's a whole genre of stuff out there, but I just really like liked what I had uh, from from Alan Wake. I can I can hear you getting I can understand that fantasy fatigue for music. I feel the same way with any uh, military uh, soundtrack genre because you always have like the John Williams horns and the blaring and trumpets and like you have to have that bombasticness and like yes yes I understand military guys going off to fight you know a helicopter sequence or something like that you know like you have to have it but it's it gets boring after a while because you expect it and. Uh, but once again, I don't, I don't have much to speak on for the, uh, the Baldur's Gate. I just think with the popularity of it, I can see it getting more votes because it's probably one of the most played things, uh, especially I yeah. find that it has, has a bigger audience than Final Fantasy. And once again, it's, it's kind of my personal take is I like the way they mix the new Final Fantasy stuff. There is also original things, but uh, it was... But it, like I said, this is overall a weak category for me. <laughs> I mean, that's how it is. Um, there wasn't anything. There's not a single thing on here that I'm like, I'm listening right. to this in my off time. And yeah. so I know with you and Alan, like, there's certain things. You know, there are. But like once again, if they didn't have it playing in the middle of of those you know little interludes, you wouldn't hear that song. Period. Because that, like, and you have to pay attention to the lyrics. And then you're like, oh, I can, I get why it's here. They're talking about looping, and there's a loop thing going on. And it, well, the lyrics are the part chapters. of the song, so I mean, it's part but, of the music. Yeah, but that's a, no, well, that's what. But you wouldn't understand how it relates to the game if oh. it wasn't for the fact that they they pause. Okay, wait a minute. Now hear this. Now if they uh, had in, if they had interjected it with the gameplay, and there's you know you're hearing the song with an actual loop, like it's you know actually integrated, that would be. A much better situation but they were like no no pause hear this see how the lyrics kind of match up aha uh -huh, see it see it no oh wait are you not listening to the lyrics and you're not reading the subtitles to the lyrics oh and are yeah we can't really hear it because it just it, the audio mix isn't really good and you have to really crank up your headphones and you don't have your headphones cranked up because we have too many scare tactics to just blare at you okay um uh just just please read it dude your subtitles <laughs> like you should play this game on on console on a tv like it is I, the I feel so bad because because the 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 stuff that you talk about like that 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 annoys you about the game just isn't it just isn't happening uh, for me playing on PS5. It's just um, I don't know. Like sometimes it is kind of it is kind of like they do they do like jump scare you a little bit, but uh, so I do. You're not even you're like you're like halfway through the game, man. <laughs> um, the, yeah, but I've been the, but I've had plenty of time to play i've played like 12 hours of the game and uh like like them jump scaring you and stuff it is like irritating uh at times and i thought about turning it down but i was like you know what i'm just gonna freaking just freaking deal with it um but on headphones i can see why you'd want to turn it down i don't know i just i i i don't really the see those things as problems. i give it credit for just doing it in story i mean that's the one thing is then that's this all right you know we're gonna roll to audio design because this is right here okay. uh yeah let's uh, do it. so alan wake uh for alan wake 2 for audio design we got uh dead space remake you got hi-fi rush 
you got uh spider-man marvel spider-man 2 and uh resident evil 4 so re4 remake um so yeah as like roll right into alan wake 2 uh their sound design is really good uh yeah. the way they do the sound like from everything from uh the enemy encounters the way you can hear it in the woods you can hear uh the muttering the certain um uh, there's certain grossness to the, like the, the sound effects too. There's just, so, there's something unsettling. Uh, they make a, you know, this game does a lot of things really well when it comes to that. Now, the one, there's a few things that I think is weird for the, at least uh, I've been noticing because I've been ha- playing with headphones is the fact that they have certain key noises associated with like uh, items around the, around town. So every time you walk by a, a water cooler, it has to bubble. Mm. It has to bubble every time you walk by. I'm like, this is dumb. And you're just watching this thing just bubble away. And I'm like, this, why is it doing this? There's no, you know. But yeah, uh, actually, I really think the sound design is actually pretty awesome. Uh, from the only, there's a few key things that I think that might be missing from the sound design, but that's only because I'm partial to uh, the way they did the flashlight from the original game, from Alan Wake 1, because there was, um, there was always a consistent pop. Uh, and it was very much a visual and more of an audio strike. Like you still get that pop when you uh, take away a Taken's like shield, uh, mm-hmm. the shadow presence. Like, but it's not always as steady. And it's just there's something. It's like a wet fart. <laughs> I mean, it's just like it is not as good. It is not as crisp, and it is just lacking something. And also, I think it's possibly just because of the way the game is. Um, you know, because it's uh, I've had a glitch where I've like, I would shine a uh, flashlight blast at someone, and because I didn't hit it just right for the entirety, I'd have to hit it again, and I'm on them, but it does they don't their shield doesn't go away, and then I do it a third time, and it's still not, and then I have to like juke around them while they're trying to hit me, and yeah. then I can hit them and pop them, and so like because of because of the gameplay not feeling as good and the sound design, like that particular sound design, not being as crisp as the previous and like a very, because you were able to tell a lot of things straight up audibly. Um, uh, similar. The one thing it's lacking is the, um, the dodge mechanic. Cause you were able to tell by the sound from the enemies coming at you, they'd be off screen. Um, and you can tell that you're about to get hit. And so therefore you were able to do more perfect dodges uh all the time in alan wake one and maybe the timing window the timing window is probably bigger uh because originally it was targeting console and stuff like that yeah um but it was i felt that it was much more successful in that kind of gameplay but the the you know like i said strictly audio cues and it really did help out while this one uh my perfect dodge timing is way off compared to the original game uh i i still do it from time to time but like you're almost able to dodge like every every axe thrown or sickle or whatever you're able to dodge a lot of things um and just physical attacks um or upfront melee and this one i'm dodging far less um but then as far as the good sound design goes the weapons all sound great um the uh once again the sound effects of the you know, enemies as a mutter or like the wolves in the woods uh just the audio cues are just when you're hearing like oh i can hear slightly in the distance there must be a nursery rhyme nearby because you can hear the electrical equipment you know certain key things like that um they do a really good job uh, you know so that's that's my take on alan wake i i'm liking it it's hard to say if it, it's a strong contender to win this category i think right out the gate i'm just gonna say that without going through everything else um 
but I'm not a hundred percent sure. It's it's like it's kind of like I think it might win, but that's also slightly because it's best of a mediocre bunch. Yeah. Um, I'll say my piece on the other ones, but I figured since I talked so much about this, I wanted you to have say your piece. Well, I don't really so. have too much else uh, to say other than maybe um, I agree with you on quite a bit of Alan Wake too. I, I stuff just doesn't really bother me. I think, I think it sounds cool. I think uh, the guns and stuff, the clicking and all that stuff uh, sounds, sounds good. And they, they do a good job of popping in um uh, sounds like, uh, like in coffee world and stuff like that. The, some of the, 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 the mechanics of the stuff that's going on there is it rings really true. Um, I think, you know, I don't really know enough about these other ones, but I imagine that hi-fi rush, if it's going to win anywhere, it would probably have to win here because the point of that game is, uh, like audio cues for timing. So, the, the, the audio design would have to be, you know, pinpoint accurate. Um, so, uh, you know, it kind of maybe it cheated too much on score and, and music, but on sound design, it really has to, to be great in order for that game to work at all. Uh, and that game is a, is a good game. So that would be my, my guess for the rest of these. I mean, I'm sure resident evil is probably a lot like Alan Wake, um, in because they're both kind of horror games and they're going to have the same sort of MO Spider-Man two uh, probably has a lot of cool stuff going on because of all of the, the, the gadgetry and, and different things that you're, you're trying to go through dead space. Uh, I guess I loop that in with Alan Wake and resident evil. Um, but uh, I don't know, I guess I'd prefer Alan Wake to win just cause I'm a sucker for that game. Um, but I think hi-fi rush uh, I think Hi-Fi Rush, uh, I'm going to predict Hi-Fi Rush to win. I mean, it is it's it is one of the categories of if it's to win anything, this is a strong contender for sure. Um, I think it's uh, I think it's fair, uh, you know, your assessment. Uh, as far as the remakes go, whether it's RE4 or Dead Space, yes, they remade it and yes, they added more to it. and But it's also, I kind of dock it personally because it just it is missing something there because the fact that it's already kind of been done a lot of the foundation is you know you're tweaking and you're making whatever what existed better uh but honestly it's like you know it's same similar with uh spider-man like like yes you have uh good sound design but you also have a, a an excellent team which isn't to say it's like cheating but at the same time it's like there's i don't know there's a horror game like all that includes the remakes here or Alan Wake, but because of by its very nature, kind of gets um the advantage. Yeah. because uh, that they, you're, you need that sound design to be solid because it, you know it's such a big part know, of the really horror experience. The, yeah. Ex yeah. It's what's what's more scary is the the ambiance than it is the actual encounters themselves as a whole. Right. And that's the reason why I would kind of personally lean towards Alan Wake would be um certain areas of the game where I, at a certain point, I'm like, I know this, I know there's nothing here. I know for multiple reasons, but even going through just recollecting loot that I've left, yeah, it's, I'm still tense and I'm still darting from, from room to room. And I'm like, okay, back against the wall. Here you go. You're like, or like there, I shouldn't, uh, there's zero need for it. If I was speedy running this, I'm like, yeah, I know I'm good. Just beeline it. But at the same time, I'm still playing it safe. 
because I'm a scary cat, uh, but also it really helps with the uh, the sound design and just the ambiance. You know, that there's a lot there's a lot going to that game. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. So uh, I think uh, jump over, do one more kind of uh, do best performance, but I only want to talk about um, Alan Wake two in in this, and then and then I want to go on to to uh, like what we think is going to be uh, the uh, game of the year overall. But uh, yeah, so I'll just read through the nominations um, to just out of courtesy for best performance. Uh, ben Starr as Clive Ross Field, uh, Final Fantasy 16. Cameron Monaghan as Cal Kestis, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Idris Elba as Solomon Reed, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty. Melanie LeBird as Saga Anderson in Alan Wake 2. Neil Newbon as Astarian, Baldur's Gate 3. Yuri Lowenthal as Peter Parker, Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Um, so, yeah, I just, uh, like, I haven't played, I don't think, anything else here. Um, I'm sure all these guys have done great. Um, I'm kind of surprised that uh, we're not seeing Alan, the Alan Wakes actor on here. Um, but I, I will say that I have really enjoyed Melanie Liebert or Liebert. Um, I really have enjoyed her performance as Saga Anderson. Pretty much about an hour or so into the game, I was like, man, Saga is freaking cool. She really won me over immediately. I had no idea what to expect out of her, but uh, she has been a really wonderful addition to the game, and I think that the actress's performance has a huge part to play in that. Yeah. Um, no, it's. Uh, I, I know what you're talking about. Uh, she did surprise me better than I expected. Um I'm saying, where's uh, Sam Lake? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> the original Max Pay. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, uh, also, there's, uh, don't forget, there's, uh, what's his face? Um, uh, Sean Ashmore. He's in it, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. Uh, well, it's funny, because I'm, I'm looking at him like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I is that him, or is am I just, like, confused? And then there's a couple lines of dialogue. I'm like, oh, that's how they're connecting it to... Um, uh, to quantum break okay roger that uh that's actually really neat so i found it to be pretty awesome uh the way they tied those knots and i'm like all right uh no i think she does a you know her performance drives a lot of it there was a really awkward piece of dialogue um oh shoot now i'm trying to remember how it went but it was just uh uh she was she was engaging with um a a different agent and out of nowhere, she just kind of her line gets like really high pitch, and I'm like, wow, that was really odd. And then I just assumed they were going to end the dialogue, but then I I forget. But then they end up continuing the conversations. They kind of bring it up, and or they bring up at least what she said, not how she said it. But I'm like, oh, at least they continued the conversation. But it really felt like uh, they were given a separate line and read this like this. I'm like, wait a minute, whoa, that just did not like your whole tone was here, and then also out of nowhere you went higher voice, and I'm like okay uh like you're whoever whoever told you to read that line was just a little odd um yeah alan wake i can see doing really well but at the same time it's like i i don't know enough about you know the Baldur's gate uh all that the uh specific character who in the lines that they're doing so it's kind of uh and idris alba i'm like it's idris alba doing idris alba I, mean, I don't know it's i kind of it's a little bit uh you know, at the same, he must do a good enough job to warrant him being here instead of um, uh, Keanu Reeves, I guess, because <laughs> the you know the DLC has him in it too. So <laughs> yeah, um, 
uh, as far as uh, uh, what's that? Ben Star, uh, Final Fantasy 16. I, yeah, once again, it's just, um, I wish I liked that game more. I mean, I really did like it. It surprised me, but at the same time, it was just, it, there's a certain cadence where you're like, okay, I, you, you can kind of understand where the story's going. And mostly because I'm more interested in the story of uh, Alan Wake. Uh, it caught me more. I mean, I can see, uh, I haven't gotten around to Spider-Man, uh, Marvel Spider-Man 2 yet. Uh, and, but I can see that being really good. I mean, I remember the first game, depending on what you're doing, uh, affects the character's voice. So if you're uh, if they're on a phone call and you're standing still, they're they're gonna speak normal. But if you're in the middle of swinging, they sound more winded. Uh, things like that. And like that was always pretty cool. I'm like, all right, that's that's neat. That is uh, uh, that's yeah. pretty hard to do because you have to re-record those lines uh, with a different you know acting with a different performance to it. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I don't I don't really have a. I really yeah. don't have a um a stake in this one. So yeah, you, I just you know I just kind of uh, wanted to you talk just, about you just, want, you just want to nominate Alan Wake too. I just so want to talk about Saga uh, about Melanie LeBird because I thought that was I thought uh, she was a big surprise for me. I thought she was very good, uh, or has been so far. Um, okay, so jumping over to Game of the Year, um, reading the nominees: Alan Wake two. Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. I feel like we've seen this list before. <laughs> Everything I except mean, for uh, Resident Evil was on the direction, the, the best game direction uh, list. So, yeah. I feel like they're pandering to Mario. Um yeah. Uh, I played RE4 uh, Make, uh, but I haven't. Uh, I don't. I don't think it deserves Game of the Year. Uh, Do you think it deserves to be on this list, though? That is a de- that is a enough of it's different, so you can argue the fact that you know if it's if it's not just a re- if it's not it's not just a remaster, right? That's the, the that's the key difference. Oh. They're not just uprising it. They're not taking the same the exact same thing and just making it prettier. They did do actual changes, but I don't. The thing is, if this isn't here, what deserves to be here is the question. And uh, it, that's a little harder for me to think of off the top of my head. I mean, it's just like you got a couple independent games, you know, like indie games that were pretty good. Um, you have some like there wasn't a lot personally that made a lot of waves um, that I wouldn't be like, wow, this is like really, really needed to be here. Um, so, I mean, other, there's some other ones in other categories where I'm like, yeah, you belong in said category. Like for me, there's a couple of VR games, you know, uh, that were nominated on this thing. I'm like, okay, yep. Those VR games are solid. Uh, but as far as game of the year, I mean, then again, I also am on the, on the camp that I, I think Legend of Zelda shouldn't be on here either, <laughs> but I haven't played it. So that's just me. That's just me hating on it. Um, mm. And once again, that game makes a lot of people happy and makes good. Nintendo money. It's very good. And so therefore it has to be up there because of sales numbers by itself. And I'm like, all right. Uh, I think it's honestly just going to be down to um, Alan Wake and Boulder's Gate. Yeah. I can see, like, I can, Spider-Man has to do something really amazing to, uh, you know, to do it. But this is just Marvel Spider-Man. This isn't Marvel's Amazing Spider-Man. So it's just like, meh. <laughs> just Marvel's um, Mess Spider-Man. 
uh no it's just i mean they they did a they had a couple neat story beats in the original game and i was like i didn't expect coming and i was like dude i'm that's really awesome i'm glad they did it uh and they'd have to do a lot more of that and i just don't see that happening uh and same with um uh super mario brothers like wonder you what are you i don't know it has to be truly different uh to really you know and it's just i feel like it is different but it's not like it just doesn't reach the same heights um and oh like i said it, oh a remake that should like a good remake is the new um uh the new uh, super mario rpg i mean they've did a lot of things different it's mostly the same game just looks really good so but they did do a few tweaks here and there but as a whole it's more or less the same game you know and i i wouldn't because it came out so late, it literally just, you know, it just came out. So it's, it can't make it, it's not able to be nominated. It could technically go for next year. By that time, no one's going to remember it. Uh, so yeah. it's going to just kind of get kicked to the curb. Um, but also, I, because it's such a, just a classic, you know, it's a polishing of the old one. I don't, I don't honestly think it deserves to be like, you know, so maybe one or two categories specific, like RPG, maybe. But as far as something like Game of the Year, it wouldn't deserve to be, in my opinion. And that's why Resident Evil Four. That game is mostly the same. Um, it plays really mm. well. It does the remake things well, but I just don't think personally. Uh, but that's just my that's just my take. I would like to, I would like Alan Wake to win, uh, as this is just. This is our theme today. Yeah. Alan Wake. Uh, <laughs> We're both. Uh, uh, but then again, I didn't cherry pick these categories. Um, you know, someone else did. So. I mean, these are like the top ones. I could go do like best like action RPG or something like that. That's very specific. Best puzzle game or something. Uh, but I, I tried to pick the ones that are uh, just the, the top, the top uh, things everybody cares about the most. Um, or it says the most about the game as a whole, I guess. Yeah, I'm with you on Alloway too. I wanted to win. Um, but uh, Resident Evil 4, I didn't play it. I don't think it belongs on this list. I don't think any anything that's heavy that that is that heavy of a of a remake deserves to be on it. I also wouldn't think that Final Fantasy VII remake would deserve to be on any lists. Um, I just I, I don't. I mean, even though that game is doing some different things, that's a little more fair. I don't know. It it, it just the remake. It's hard. It has to. It would have to blow me away in like a lot of other ways besides the story. So, yeah, I would I would bat for I would bat for Final Fantasy VII. I wasn't the biggest fan of it, uh, but I'd bat for that more than others because. Of the, how different um, it is story wise. The the story not only is the story deviating from the original, it does follow the major certain key points, but also uh the the gameplay itself is fundamentally different. Yeah. Um there is uh you know other than having like I said a few major story beats and you're like, Oh yeah, I can kind of get the outline. I if I you play the original then you get more or less the same story, but there is so much more, there's so much added, it's quite a bit different. Uh, that's where I can see it being, but Final Fantasy, or as far as Resident Evil Four goes, um, it is more or less the same thing. Uh, yes, better, it plays a little expanded. different, but the story, beat by beat, you know, like the majority, it's like I would say like seventy-five, eighty percent, like exact, you know, the same. Uh, you, there's even 
you know, like, oh, I knew there was um, certain hidden, hidden items. And they're like, yeah, we, we kind of put them back around the same spot. You know, I'm like, okay, uh, I know to look in the trees around this area. Sure enough, I found something. Uh, so that's why it's a little harder to uh, to nominate that. I think, you know, once again, Mario, I don't think it belongs here. But yeah, at the same time, I, I don't think I, it, especially since it's so new. Belongs uh, here. I don't it's, think it's uh, I, I've I, I've seen it be played a little bit and I'm like, OK, it's a beautiful cool good game but it's just i don't think that it belongs here it's it's a it's pandering to it um zelda same story as before i do think zelda is a really really good game tears of the kingdom just makes just makes it feel like breath of the wild is is incomplete that's like the kind of the meanest thing i can say about it is that it just makes it like why would you ever play breath of the wild again um, but that, but both games are good, but tears of the kingdom is just like, man, this is so, so much more cool stuff, but it's not really, I don't know. It's been a while since I played it. I really did love it a lot. I don't know. I, I, I could see it being on this list, but, but not winning. But you never beat it. So just saying, like, you didn't like it enough to finish the game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause you have to, you just have to. <laughs> I mean, obviously, if you like a game at all, you're going to finish it. It's not like this world of adulthood is uh, keeping you from playing anything. Um, yeah, this is where they're going to this is where they're going to give it to Baldur's Gate 3. They're, this is that's what they're going to do. They're going to snub Baldur's Gate 3, if at all, in one of the other categories. They are going to give it to Baldur's Gate 3 here. That is my prediction. And like you, I do want Alan Wake 2 to win. Um Spider-Man 2, um, yeah, it's just not, it's just not enough of a, of a thing, um, of a, it's, it's not enough of its own thing, it's too much building on a previous game or previous games, it's, it's deserves to be on this list probably, but it's just not new enough and, and different enough, and that's where Baldur's Gate 3 is just going to take home the hardware here. So, I guess the big question then is, uh, will there be better security this year, uh, or will someone also try to run up on stage? Uh, <laughs> I'm predicting there's going to be the much better security like this year. I'm predicting that there is going to be guards standing in the aisles, uh, maybe maybe uh, on camera a couple times if they sweep over the audience. Um, I think there's going to be very good security. That's my that's my guess. See, I think you don't want that image. Um, but they should have a better job at the door checking people in uh, and making sure and, you know, vetting who actually comes in. I say guards, they're going to be guards. They're just not going to look like guards. They're going to be like waiter. They're going to be dressed like waiters or they're not going to be like dressed like secret service or anything. Being like an that. auditorium, I yeah. just assume they're just going to be going to be like, um, you know, uh, stage crew for a concert you're probably right they're probably not going to put guards in the aisles but but uh, yeah they will be they will be much more careful at the door and stuff um i don't i don't know i'd like to know what all they do to up security but uh, i'm sure that they will be upping it quite a bit and i doubt that somebody coming on some rando coming on stage is going to happen again that was uh that was pretty wild yeah well like i said they did that just recently in um germany for gamescom you know, oh, yeah. guy came up on stage again so oh. like you think you'd have learned after the first time so there's two times in a year uh you know within a calendar year let's let's make it three uh yeah well then maybe maybe it will not be but i mean the gamescom is a little is a little different and uh 
they hadn't already been stung, I guess. Uh, game of the year has been stung, so and they're the biggest, you know, award show for games, I guess. Only award show for games. Um, so I think that they'll, I think that that uh, they will uh, clean things up in that in that regard this time. All right. Well, here's hoping that they learn something new. Um, and yeah, as far as uh, you know, we're just gonna pretty much call it in uh, for the uh, for the day. Uh, there hasn't been much else we've been playing. We've been Obviously. playing just more or less Alan Wake this and time. We've talked a lot uh, about it today already, too. Yep. So that's exactly it. I mean, uh, it's just, uh, yeah, especially with the fact that I hadn't had a lot of time just uh, spouse being sick and all. So yeah. uh, it's been it's been a rough one. And yeah, I'm looking at, uh, I think I'm in like 20 hours into the game now. Okay. But I've also done a lot of exploring, backtracking, because... I had a I had um, a lunchbox go missing, uh, so I completely scoured an area multiple times. I've tried, um, and then also I just dove deep into the weird mechanics of the game, where it's like, okay, if I push all my, uh, if I just carry my weapons, no ammo, uh, what will what will populate when I open up a chest? And I was like, okay, I'm almost guaranteed to get 10, 10 rounds of pistol ammo if I have nothing in my inventory. But then if I have the if I have like ten, I think I had like fifteen rounds of pistol ammo. Then I was, the next thing it gave me was, um, I think it was not shotgun ammo. It might have been a flare. Oh no, it gave me batteries. That's right, it gave me two batteries. Uh, it gave me. But if you had two batteries in your inventory, it like it, next time it gives you it gives you one a single battery. So I'm like, okay, make sure you have zero batteries. Um, and then if you have both pistol ammo and batteries, then it'd give you shotgun shells. <laughs> um, but you know, you know, so it was. I was really messing into the weeds yeah. on this stuff. You sent like, me some right, some screenshots, is... and you're breaking the game. <laughs> like you're totally breaking it wide so, open. <laughs> I have Saga's complete like sh- like where like inventory warehouse just maxed with. In fact, I started deleting healing items just so I can put more ammo. Um, <laughs> that's and then oh all right. So PSA, um, don't pick up uh the coffee charms unless if you actually tend to use them. And when you look at the charms, when you do when you do what you need to do to get them, if you see that it's a coffee mug, uh, don't pick it up because that doesn't go away in your inventory. You can't just discard it, oh. or at least I didn't. I when I tried discarding it, so therefore I have like a whole, almost a whole row of stuff in my shoebox, like the chest that is all coffee mugs. And I'm like, so great. I if I just load those on me, I can just die, and then like it breaks. Uh, but other than that, I'm like, I just, I've only died a handful of times. And so they've only really mostly been at boss battles and, oh, wow. uh, and yeah, so that's kind of how it's been going. I've actually, I felt that the first boss battle was broken in the game. Uh, and it actually is the most difficult uh, broken as in, uh, it is the, by far the most difficult, at least it was for me and I was running into an, you know, uh, lack of items. And that's what made me become such a, like I'm a hoarder by choice in these games in general, because I always want to have extra inventory, yeah. but you had so little. And especially out of that first uh, encounter, uh, the boss battle, like I was trying to grab stuff and because I'm trying to grab stuff, then he's, he's coming in. Um, and then I was just wrecking, wrecking me. And I was just like, all right, I, that's where I died the most. And I was like, that was really intense. And for a brief moment, I'm like, do I drop this down a difficulty? I'm like, no, I don't want to. And then the next, the second boss, major boss battle, uh, I died a few times. 
and then you find out what you kind of learn what the gimmick is or how the trick is and you're like okay now i know what my objective is so that's fine uh and then it kind of the boss battles have to me personally have gotten easier as the game went on okay. but also i'm more tricked out i have more items this and that so i'm a little more i'm i'm not a little i'm way more better prepared um yeah that, then, that first boss battle i think that i was like on my last shell whenever i killed him i think i had like nothing left um it was i was very very low so they don't really you don't really know what to do at that point and they don't really give you a whole lot as you're going into that you don't have a lot of options so yeah you're probably right that battle that first boss is probably a little overpowered for for when you are in the game um also the uh i've i've done enough where i've i've realized when i'm aiming down sights with saga at least on mouse and keyboard i have to aim up into the uh, up into the left of whomever i'm about to hit with a flashlight because the cursor uh will uh, end up dropping from up here down center so every time i do a flashlight beam so it's just like i once i've learned to compensate for that it's become way more effective but it's ridiculous that that happens at all yeah. so uh yeah, like you said, you know, you're mentioning how the controller like auto targets for you better or something like that. But yeah, for me, it was just like, no, I had to learn to compensate. But once I learned, it was like, that's fine. It's just like, you know, sighting in a bad, you know, a bad rifle or something like that. You're like, okay, I know how to aim with this thing now and I know how to hit point, you know. So that's kind of, you know, the. Um... Now, I didn't know if you wanted me to tell you this or not, but like, I, a little late in the game because I, I just, dis I discovered um, how to mitigate reloading for a few weapons based off of a charm no, uh, and no. i didn't know if you wanted me to like no, you know I, that. Okay. I, i'm doing fine <laughs> because i, I, I kind of wanna... broke the game for me now because i'm like oh wow okay i can instantly reload on a few things and i'm like that is kind of op now <laughs> no i i don't want to i don't want that kind of glitch um I'm not even going to well, use the. That, I'm not even going to use the. That's the, the honest thing the is, like, I think it's. I'm wondering if it is a glitch in a certain way because of the way the rules are set up in the game. I'm like, okay, this makes sense based off the item descriptions and how it works. So I'm like, I, I you know, uh, but the game, the game's doing, been doing a lot of fun stuff. So that's it. It's just like, well, like we really do want to get in a, in a big in depth uh, discussion about it, but yeah, story wise, after, you know, spoiler wise, yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah, we'll do a complete spoiler thing. Um, but yeah, that's uh, for another time. Uh, probably it's gonna have to be after the holidays. So yeah, or at least after Thanksgiving for us. So all of you who made it this far, um, yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, it's uh, you know, I hope you all have a good um, uh, Turkey Day. Uh, or if you're not, just enjoy time with uh this time of year with uh some good games and yeah. Until next time, y'all take it easy. And Nick, what what what, do, what words of advice do you guys have for everyone? Huh. Um, monologue it <laughs> uh always bring toilet paper even if you think you're not going to need it i'm pretty sure you gave that advice once but eh, it's it's good it advice sounds really familiar it does uh that or you just go with um hitchhiker's guide don't forget to bring a towel that's pretty good yeah that's pretty good <laughs> right, i'll go with that one don't forget to bring a towel <laughs> all right tally <laughs> All right, y'all take it easy. I want to get high. Bye.